0: Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Move Podcast, as has been the entire month. Today's show brought to you by Ketone IQ. We'll get into that in a second. We're going to talk about Stage Six, Mel Capi, Cappy. What do we do?
1: Sixième étape,
2: Stage Six, Albi ablagnac. Albi ablagnac.
0: Ooh, which is which is really Toulouse, I guess. It's just mm-hmm. that that's the area of uh, like the, where the airport is, or someone's got a, a small little suburb.
1: Yeah, I raced uh, out of France for a year, and I lived in Mou, which and so I'd fly out of Toulouse a lot. So mm-hmm. I told you, like, that's the airport, and that's your, like, looks modern. It's a pretty big city.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, before we get into all the action, and, and there was, and, and I'm, oh. uh, I just, I'm just just going to just stick around for a sec, because LA here has got to brag for a little, <laughs> and then I'll let it, let it die. But uh, before we do today's show, as we said, presenting sponsor, Ketone IQ, of course, made by HVMN. HVMN launched the world's first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovation on ketones with improved effectiveness, taste, and cost. Ketone IQ delivers clean fuel that can cross the blood brain barrier, supplying your brain and body sustained energy, mental focus, and sharpness. Clearly, I was loaded up on Ketone IQ because I was right again. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. <laughs> Uh, by the way, ketone IQ is now available at all sprouts throughout the United States. You can save 30 percent off your first subscription order of ketone IQ at HVmn.com/themove. Again, that's HVmn.com/themove. Uh, also today brought to you by Wahoo! That's <laughs> Ooh, see, that's what happens when you've been doing this a month. I mean, honestly. We're all
1: wahooligans. <laughs>
0: uh, and today, uh, speaking of wahoo, we're talking about speed play pedals. I've, I've been on the speed plays. This is a true story. And I, sw- I rode another pedal my entire career uh, hmm. um, from a young kid all the way through uh, through my pro days. And then I switched when I started doing tries. I switched over to the speed plays. I felt like it gave me an advantage, not just an aero advantage, but also an advantage just from, from transitioning from bike to run. So I, and, and I haven't changed. That was back in, golly, 2012. I've never ridden a pedal besides (laughs) Speedplay. Yeah. so (laughs) It's like my go-to pedal. Check this out. Speedplay Aero is proven to help you save minutes across a Grand Fondo distance, which I'll take it. Uh, Speedplay range uh, has options uh, for every rider, including power with its Powerlink pedal. Um, And as I said, been on them for 12 years. Allie's been on them her Longer, da- her actually for a whole damn life, it sounds like uh you can check out the whole range of speed play pedals over at wahoofitness.com slash the move I get and uh twenty percent off all full price products during the tour use the code the move at wahoofittness slash the move uh lady just let me just get this out of the way okay uh,
2: here we go. oh,
0: stop <laughs> I told y'all I'd probably come in here and put my feet up on the table by the way, the uh, alley having her feet on the table.
1: Oh we, got, I, oh we got I a lot yet. of comments. <laughs> Johan,
0: for example, is very traditional. He says, "What's what?" He says, "You need to get some order there." <laughs> the Johan knows me well enough. But to the know way I am calling these races, I just uh, and and I, I will say, and if y'all watch the race, uh, I was helped by the crash in that last chicane, um, which of course is never any good, but uh, um, fantastic win from Emma Norrsgard, who comes from a really cool cycling family. Like they're just like everybody biking there. Um, but I, I look I, on a serious note, it just feels like it's, it's, um, this race is getting hard and we haven't even gotten to what I think is actually the hardest stage, but, um, hell of a race by her, uh, by Emma and, 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 and a little lucky.
2: Well, I mean, I think that it was really pretty incredible the way DSM was working today. They yeah. definitely wanted it to come to a sprint and Charlotte Cool getting, yeah. you know, second was, I mean, they were doing the right thing. And because she was getting dropped on the climbs early and you saw Megan Jazzstrap going back and being mm. an incredible teammate, closing, you know, pretty big gaps to get her back yeah. on. And then DSM, you know, getting back to the front and keeping it a reasonable pace up that last climb up and over so that they could bring her to the finish. So I think they were riding an incredible race and had it not been for the, the final couple turns that we'll yeah. talk about, you know, I think we might've been right. And <laughs> what happened uh, so <laughs> we in, in all seriousness, and, and we, y'all
0: know this is, uh-huh. as, as we all do um, it's different sprinting for second uh, versus sprinting for first. And now, now maybe, I mean, it was close, right? Mm-hmm. So, so who knows if you do catch somebody at the line, but does Charlotta Cool still win if they're sprinting for first, or or is of or Kopecky is just? You could see she was visibly frustrated. Yeah,
2: she was
1: frustrated, and, and in her
0: post interview, she mm-hmm. was none too happy. <laughs> she did a little no.
1: wout slam of the handlebars.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. the wout
2: slam for sure.
0: D- does Charlotta come around her? Uh, I still? I mean,
2: I would like to think she would yeah. have come around her because those girls in the front were still sprinting all out. It's just things got messed up a little bit yeah. when that when they all heard the crash. But, I mean, I feel like. DSM did the best they could to make the race happen the way they wanted, and they mm-hmm. got it down to the two women that they really wanted to have sprinting. So, I thought it was a phenomenal race by them. Also by um, by Jumbo, they also did an incredible job too. So yeah, they're going full mm-hmm. send
1: for Voss, that's yeah. for sure. Um, but I'm going to celebrate Emma. Just so you guys all missed it, but Court put it on the on the gram. But Lance is like walking down in the studio, like right. the king has arrived, like he wanted That's
0: actually not what I said.
1: The king is here? Said, what did you I say? I
0: said, and y'all know, you guys just watched it, I said the king has come down from his castle.
1: Oh, even better. To be with his people. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, here it goes. Oh, no, right here there. Let's see if I'm right.
0: The king <laughs> has come down <laughs> from his castle. <laughs>
2: This is what we deal with. Yeah.
0: Isn't that, uh, it's, you know, that's actually embarrassing to watch. That's <laughs> At least really, you have
2: shoes on. You actually have I, shoes on. I,
0: I, and, and not high water pants.
1: But. <laughs> but, so um, so I know uh, Lance did win this this battle, but not the war yet. Um, no. Mari and I th- thought it was going to come down to a sprint. Um, however, Emma Norzgaard is a sprinter. So right. technically a sprinter won. It just happened to be out of a break. She was definitely the strongest. Um, she's 24 years old, Danish, and we were talking about uh, her family, but a fun fact about her is at 16 years old, as a junior rider, she won her first national championships <laughs> in the elite Wow! in Denmark <laughs> at 16, and she went and repeated that in 2020. Um, she had a really bad crash last year in the Girodon, as well as the Tour de France-Valmavec Zwift, needing to abandon. Um, and then this year, she had a really bad crash, multiple fractures in her collarbone, and started Bianchi. So she said in her interview, I reached for the stars today. And she was, maybe I'm not a sprinter anymore because she's having a hard time finding that speed against somebody like Charlotta. Right. Mm-hmm. But so she took a big gamble, got in the break. And her and her brother, Mateus, uh, both race for Movie Star. Hmm. So they're the only brother and sister that both race for Look World that, Tour. I got a picture of it. I know. There we go. How cute is that? <laughs> and and then also she married Mikkel Berg, who's also a Danish national champion. Um, and that's so cute. And he just finished the tour working for our little Pogacar. Yeah. Must be like the Danish national team. Look at that. <laughs> and and
0: won the Danish. Uh, he uh, Mikkel Berg also won the Danish. Or sorry, won the state. Won the time trial at Dolphin Libre this year.
1: Yeah. So oh, really yeah. cool story. And and how she got into cycling. Um, it's it's actually cute because her brother Mateus was watching. You at the tour. Hmm. Uh, back when he was a young child. <laughs> well, he he must have been
0: <laughs> he, he was like six months old.
1: <laughs> pretty much. Uh back in uh a while ago. Let's just yeah, say that. Uh-huh. And uh he was convinced he wanted to start riding a bike. So his mom got him a bike at a secondhand store, got That's him some cool. cycling shoes, the guy starts racing, and he comes home with like trophies and flowers, and he's winning races. And Emma's looking that she's like, My brother can do that? I wanna do it. That's cool. And That's so cool. and so she really got cool. riding on her bike, but she also has a degree in psychology and sociology.
0: And what is going on with these women? She's incredible. Honestly, uh, every other, like if you went down the list of what a male cyclist does, I mean, he's like, if you weren't (laughs) doing this, what would you be doing? (laughs) <laughs> playing video games mm, working in the liquor store uh, uh d- you know um working in the fields um but it's interesting she's only 24 so to to you know tip i get it if you're starting to in your 30s and you're like i am not a sprinter anymore i have to find other ways to win i have to you know be a breakaway specialist or or what 24s uh, i, w- I, w- I yeah. She might want to reconsider i mean i get it if you have a big injury try to come back from the injury there's some nerves around that some fear around that but
2: well, and especially in a race like the Tour de France, I mean, the, she probably realized that she wasn't sprinting at the same speed as the other women. So to take her opportunity, I th- right. thought it was a great move. She's also day. a great time trialist, yeah, yep. obviously. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. she is a national champion mm-hmm. in the which time we, trial,
0: which we saw in the breakaway. Mm-hmm. She but, was <laughs> yeah. jamming. <laughs> yeah,
1: they had a, they had a very good break. So props to that break for working well together. Mm-hmm. Just traditionally, when I, I was telling you when I saw Nordgaard in the break, I mean, she wins out of that break one hundred percent. Cause yeah. every other race she's won minus time trials right. is urban sprint finishes. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's quick, but yeah. I think she just is coming back to that level from her pretty bad injuries earlier, but the break worked well together. Um, I cannot pronounce this beautiful woman's name, Polish national. Oh, I can't wait to look this champion, up. Um, Agnieszka Skalanecka Sojka. But Pol- Polish national hmm. champion in the time trial, and then Alson- Sonzo also, hmm. also, yeah, <laughs> from Spain in the break. But they were very cohesive. The
0: other mm-hmm. thing that stands out is second stage win for Movistar.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: And if I'm just looking at this thing, and I love, it, like, I can watch the race, and I can, I can see what happens in the race, and who looks strong and who doesn't look strong. I, it, it, I always end up thinking about what is the morale like on the team bus back to the hotel. What is the morale like at the dinner table tonight? So here you're star. You've got two stage wins. You've got Meek Van Vluten just sitting there ready to pounce if, if she's ready. Uh, 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 and then you have what happened to SD Works and, and the frustration from Lotto Kopecky, which we see. Mm-hmm. You have the penalty yesterday, which we're going to get into at the end of the show because we've got a lot of questions and comments about it. Um, and, I'm, and I'm comparing the dinner tables the night before the cold ass band and the tourmalade. I don't, I don't have to think hard <laughs> about how it's going.
2: Well, Norsgaard even said it. I yeah. mean, she even said it in her post-race interview that uh, she felt that they had such good morale yeah. in the team and yeah. that they all right. are so excited for each other and that Anna Meek is, you know, getting them opportunities and that everyone's happy. So, I mean, I think theirs has to be sky high right now.
1: Yeah, and she's like... She was so cute in her post race so interview. She was like, yeah. I'm so excited, but I was so excited when we won before. Like, your teammate wins, <laughs> yeah. like Leanne wins. And then she goes, And now I win. And I just can't believe yeah. it. And she was so cute. And yeah. then Anamique did have a quote saying that she often feels guilty that her teammates, to race, to understand how hard it is to race for a GC contender like Anamique Van Bleuten.
0: Yeah.
1: Or champion mm-hmm. <laughs> that their teammates often don't get opportunity. And so she's very happy that right. two teammates have had opportunities to win stages at
0: and, this level. And we talked about it the other day, cause we get a lot of questions about how is it that the break is always caught right at the finish. It doesn't have to be at the finish line, but in the last sort of that magic kilometer there, they're always caught right there. And, it, and I think it just points out just how strong Emma was because the, uh, 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 um, sorry, the girl who was uh, my bad, the girl who was with her, um,
1: do you want me to text that name too? Cause it's the, po-
0: uh, the po- Polish so, national right. champion. So for, but they showed Agnieszka. Yeah, Agnes, but they showed the graphic on TV and the difference of speed from the group that was the main mm. field that was sprinting and they were going, so this just answers you questions, like right? How do they catch them? And how are they so confident that mm. they'll catch them? Even if they have 10 seconds uh, if they're 10 seconds behind with a kilometer to go, they were going, which again, this just proves how strong Emma was. They were going three times faster than her. Mm-hmm. I mean she still got what, tenth on the stage?
2: Yeah, she was uh, sprinting. Tenth
0: on the stage yeah. and that was as fast as they were sprinting yeah. three times. That, folks, is how you get <laughs> caught. That just happens. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest thing. But I mean the it, Yeah. Woof. Yeah. With, very, and the and the crash. I mean, the crash was we, crash. We, was and Maury and I spent a lot of time nerding out. As I <laughs> oh my do gosh, them. you
2: guys spent so long nerding out on <laughs> that. No,
0: this was because you, you, look, they crashed in the chicane. Mm-hmm. Now, uh,
2: and you they, wonder why would they throw that in? and that's they? what Lance was?
0: And, and so I, I was yeah. just curious. So I, mm-hmm. went, I looked at the race book, then I went over to Google Earth trying to figure out why didn't we just stay on the left side? Mm-hmm. of They were trying to get across those tram tracks. Yeah. I'm like, uh, this looks like a boulevard to me, right? Mm-hmm. A boulevard has something in the middle, whether it's tram tracks or. uh, hedges or whatever but and turns out I mean at some point they were going to have to cross over the tram tracks so uh, it it didn't look ideal but they had to do it and, and certainly I guess if you had to say better to do it farther from the finish which was right. their only opportunity mm-hmm. but it did it did uh, lead us to questions
2: mm-hmm. it was just so narrow too i mean it, i that's think that idea. was the other thing had it been wider it would have been a lot safer but when we saw the first couple of girls go through we we're like oh god <laughs> yeah we yeah, saw we're, the break that's when right, I the break went through you're like oh yeah, you're like oh geez yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be bad <laughs> and so you you did lose some sprinters
1: you know balsamo was the first mm-hmm. one to go down which i thought was a very good contender for today so mm-hmm. there's very few riders that made it through and
0: all organization. I mean, yeah. if you yep. go through, if you, if you don't have that and you stay organized, you know, it's, then you don't lose any speed. You don't lose teammates. You just lose all organization. It's just yep. it's pandemonium.
2: Well, and the sound of that crash happening to you, th- that sound is a terrible thing to hear when you're racing. I don't want to talk about sounds of crashes <laughs> at the moment,
1: um, it, but speaking of crash, uh, we did see Veronica Ewers yep. have a, mm-hmm. a pretty tough tumble today. Yeah. Um, but she finished. Yeah. So Which I think it's just Amazingly. like
0: badass. And you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Ooh, boomstick. I, I, for yes. Veronica Yours, I'm going boomstick yes. because because I I I, I, saw, I watched her crash yeah. and, and she and, and there were a few girls involved in the crash and she was the last one left there mm-hmm. and in the, like in the hedges, like yeah, and up she looked in the, stunned in there. I'm, too. I'm, uh, first thing I'm saying is, God, I hope there's no like, you know, uh, I don't know, Lyme disease in there or poison <laughs> ivy. I'm like, get out of that thing. Right? <laughs> but she, I was like, okay, this looks like a broken collarbone. Mm-hmm. Then you see from the helicopter, the, the stretcher comes out. I'm like, yeah. all right, that's the end of her tour de France fam of x mm-hmm. and then nope, You go to the, go to the results and she finishes the stage. She's like, get that, get that fucking stretcher out of here. That's why that's a boomstick move. Mm -hmm. I don't need the stretcher. Get me my spare bike. I'm going to finish. She's going to finish. Yes. And she's,
2: I mean, she's been looking forward to this race and to the tourmalade stage for, you know, the whole year basically. So I was excited to see her finish and try and go for it again another day. Good for her. Yeah.
0: Good for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we talk about tomorrow's action and get to some of these questions and comments, uh, Today's show also brought to you by AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I do actually drink this litter every day, it's no shit. I actually do, I promise you. Uh, and I gave it a try because I, I just didn't want to take a whole, well, two reasons. I, I suck at eating all the stuff I'm supposed to eat that you, you were told from day one you are supposed to eat. I'm bad about that, just a fact. Um, and I just didn't want to take a whole bunch of other uh, pills and supplements. I wanted, I wanted a single solution. And I got it, and it supports my entire body, covers my nutritional bases every day. I was pursuing better gut health, a boost in energy, immune system support, and I wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. And quite simply put, I just wanted to take control of my health, uh, all for less than 3 bucks a day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and 10 free AG1 travel packs. Yep, you heard that right. 10. One, two... It used to be five, so that's two times five, ten. <laughs> so, the hell, This is, it, to take control of your health. Head on over to drinkag1.com/slash/the move, and that's drinkag1.com/slash/the move.
1: Yeah, and we have another great sponsor of our show here at the move. Um, one skin. So, speaking of all these young riders out there, and, right. and how much twenty-four we... year olds, <laughs> twenty-four year olds winning stages, still our best young rider at born in two thousand and one. I mean, she's still up there. It's, it's incredible. So One Skin um, helps you keep that youthful glow. So um, I come from a biochemistry background, so really into science. And this company is founded by four PhD-level scientists, and they tested thousands of peptides. And they found a very unique peptide called the OS1. So then they found their, founded their flagship product, which is OS1 Face clinically validated to improve your skin health making it firmer help those fine lines that you don't have any of Lance so you know you're probably using a lot of it and your overall tone and appearance and Mari and I have been on this trend you know some just a quick little daily routine just like we ride our bikes every day.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing that I really love about it, Allie. It, you mentioned it with the, um, the consistent or the simplicity and makes it so that you can be more consistent. But being here at Altitude this past like week yeah. and a half, yeah. our skin takes a beating for sure. <laughs> and so, one of the things I've noticed using just one product over this week is that the, my skin feels nice and moisturized. Not that normally you'd have to use a lot of different products to get that same kind of feeling, but this has been, I mean, it's been working great. Yeah, Lance
1: seems to be immune to the yeah, altitude. And the scent <laughs> must
0: be just a just a fun because I know she's listening every day. So I'm gonna have a little fun just for a second with one skin. But the scent must be okay because Pam, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, uh, where you're staying, my, yes. who I love, uh, love who listens, Pam. Up, love we Pam. Love uh, Pam. Pam. Uh, uh, so the scent must be on point it, because it I've heard yes. There are times where it's, what is that I smell?
2: Yeah, no, it's definitely got a <laughs> nice, like, scent to it that's not gonna, you know, be perfumey or anything that yeah. you would be noticing. It's, there's no perfume around Pam. No. <laughs> and her skin looks great. Everything know, natural and vegan. So, yeah. <laughs> it is
1: vegan as yeah, well and all natural. Mm-hmm. One Skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level like that science, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today for our members. Or not members, just people listening. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Get 15% off with the code FOM, or however you pronounce it, F-E-M-M-E-S at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code FOM. We only have one body, one skin, and only one you. And you can choose to make it better.
0: Aww. All right. That's right.
1: <laughs> Be better every day. That's mm. like that's one of my mantras. I love it.
0: Let's look at tomorrow. Ted, this is a...
1: Oh, that's one. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow. That's a... I need to put my feet up already for that
2: one. Well, it starts later.
0: Well, that, that is important to know. Mm-hmm. For y'all that, that, that listen and watch the show and watch the race... And it's a Saturday. I don't know what your dinner plans are tonight, but yeah, you have a couple extra if you feel like it. By the way, we have a team dinner tonight. Did y'all know that? We have a team dinner. Yeah. Yes. Did, okay. Oh, wait, am I invited? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Should we invite the team captain? Let me think. That means uh, Blaze
1: is invited. <laughs> and I'm not.
0: Um, <laughs> now, Blaze is the team martyr. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but all right, seriously. So this is, here we are in in, in the thick of the Pyrenees. You've got a, a relatively chill start, by the way, short stage two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, only 90 kilometers and back to the time thing. I, I think we're due to finish. Well, it's seven, right around seven fifteen uh, central European time. So if you're on the East coast, it'd be one fifteen central time noon. And then you can, y'all can figure it out from there. Uh, but relatively short and, and you've got the cold Aspen, and then the tourmalade, which is just a, I've done both of these climbs many, many times, and the other update there, too, is they are calling, and it's upwards of this isn't, I I think we're going to see rain. It's 70% Mm -hmm. chance of storms and rain and cool temps Mm -hmm. on the Tormelay, which is, just in case you're wondering, 17 kilometers at seven and a half percent, just having done it hundreds of times, <laughs> it just drags. You're yeah. just like, is this climb really still? Like, where are we going? Heaven? <laughs> like, it just is so, It, it and it feels long. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of switchbacks. It's just kind of, okay. just sort of there.
1: I had a question though, because I have never ridden this um, I am in Aspen, so I feel like I've done the cold Aspen. Right.
0: Okay. You, can get away, you can get away with that. <laughs> okay.
1: um, no, but what is the descent like in between these two with rain? Like what's that? Do? Okay.
0: Yes. Small roads, really twisty. In fact, the descent of, of cold Aspen, George has told this story. He doesn't reference the cold Aspen leading to the tourmalade, but he talks about these stories of me getting on the radio one day and, and just when it rained on these tricky descents, like I love going fast on descents mm-hmm. when it's dry. The second it rained, I was like, what are we doing? Like, there's no reason to go fast. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers flying down the cold-ass mountain at the backside. And I'm on the radio like, slow the fuck <laughs> down right Ooh. now. Like, I'm getting dropped because I'm just terrified. No, it's tricky. Okay. It's tricky. I wasn't able to go. And, and of course, they're not that far from each other. But... Um, I, I don't know exactly what the forecast is there, but the Tourmalet, which, of course, they don't have a descent off of. Right. Um, but that affects riders. If it's high 50s. Rain. And, and it, people are starting to get tired after a week of racing in the rain. Plus,
2: if they know they're going to be racing in the rain, too,
0: the motivation level for the people who
2: maybe are not the GC riders starts to go down a bit, too. And, and I will
0: just call out. <laughs> and, and I don't Did you all tell me that Meek Van Vluten, she has she does suffer in the heat or is, did I, am I making that up? No, Ooh,
2: I don't remember. Okay.
0: That. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I made it up. No, I but, should... but anybody that does have that, that you know, I, I struggled, uh, you know, relatively speaking, I struggled a lot more in the heat versus the cooler temps. Mm-hmm. If I saw an uphill finish with high 50s in rain, I'd be like, let's go. Yeah. We're about to do some damage. Yeah, and, and it looks like Demi Rhodes,
2: I mean, from everything she did in the classics, you would think she kind of loves the cooler weather these too. Dutch, so. these Dutch people, these Dutch people—they're yeah, they're used to cool,
0: <laughs> cool, cool, wet yeah. roads. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, in the battle we've been waiting to see is going to happen tomorrow. Has to happen. So it's going to be an exciting stage for sure. And it
0: has to happen because yeah. because of what we're going to talk about in a mm-hmm. second. I mean, now, now Demi Vollering uh, is faced with a little time deficit, mm-hmm. um, but it has to happen. Yeah, which I, which. I'm calling a breakaway tomorrow. <laughs> just so y'all know. I, uh, y'all, y'all can pick a field sprint. I don't think so. I don't think so. I really don't. Um, I'm going to call a winner. <laughs> okay, who? Oh.
1: No. <laughs> no! You just said it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I think Bullerine wins the stage.
0: <clears throat> Mari? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, this is not a popularity contest. I know. Contest. It's not
2: a popularity contest. I, I feel like... Volering Vollering could probably win the stage, too. Yeah. But uh, I, it's just such a different climb than the ones we've seen. It's hard to, to really know what Anna Meek's going to bring. She's going to have some major fire in her belly, that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Look, I, I think I, I'll repeat what I said a second ago. Um, team morale at Movistar is, is, is sky high. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're having a great time tonight. Uh, they're ready for tomorrow. But at the same time, if I'm Demi Ballerine, I'm mad.
2: Yeah, mad. Like, oh, there's some fire I, in that I would belly. Be,
0: I would be super pissed. Mm-hmm. And I, to be honest, I'd rather be super mad mm-hmm. than have super morale. Like, I'd, I'd rather go into the day going, all right, all right, I see what y'all did there. Mm-hmm. Watch this. <laughs> so I'm with y'all. I, I think she does it. Um, um, and, and that's not a, you know, none of us are... We well, all sometimes pick favorites, but I, I think she's mad and <laughs> I I would she's be, mad I, I'd too. be mad too. So
2: I think the whole team is mad. The
0: whole te- Well, you see it in yeah. a lot of, cap- she not happy.
2: No, she doesn't um, hide it.
0: <laughs> so, no,
2: no, but she had
1: some very choice words yesterday. But it's so. going
0: to but uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's going to be what it's going to be. And it's good for mm-hmm. us. Like we yeah. we all sit here and look forward to seeing what happens. We're like we're going to see a great the, race and everybody listening and watching mm-hmm. like you're in for a real show. Yeah. That's what we want.
1: Yeah, and that's what we're going to get which which we ha- we do have to then address this this yeah, penalty which apparently um I did get a few comments and we you have a lot listed there yeah. but somebody said Allie I li- really appreciate you on the show which thank you. And um don't get a lot of those and I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but and and I also appreciate you're a huge fangirl of Jamie Bullring but most of the comments were right. disagreeing with us on the time penalty. They said it should have been worse. She's lucky. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we wake up and and their team director comes back from his bike ride before the stage and they're speaking French to me. He's like, what are you saying? Say it in English. And they're like, you're out of the tour. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Go for another bike ride. Yeah. (laughs) That's basically what they said. You should have stayed out there longer. You're not going to be in the car today. (laughs) Well, look, if you look, if you, if if you peek at the comments that we received, especially on YouTube, uh, there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. that disagree with us, which by the way is totally cool. I love that actually. Uh, Let's start with the first one at, why not ride 327 says, I completely disagree with your views on the pacing penalty. 20 seconds was actually super generous. Watch how fast she went by the other riders as she was being towed back. Now look at the sticky bottle, which, of course, is a whole separate mm-hmm. um, separate issue. Um, and the, he, he said, uh, well, I don't know if that's a he or she. Sorry. They, they gave her a big break by only giving her 20 seconds, which is actually very similar um, and let's just lump these together because it is sort of there's a discrepancy here on mm-hmm. the way the UCI uh, applies the rules, which we, we've also talked about. But we, we can you could look at it the other way. Right. And to this to Marius, who's in Norway, this is going to be very similar. I'm from Norway and I watched the Norwegian broadcast when we were watching Demi behind the car and the UCI bike where they're pointing their fingers at her and at the director. The Norwegian broadcasters commented. That Mia Odestad on UNOX got a one minute penalty the day before for seemingly the same thing they also commented that the UCI were going to uh, were were trying to be consistent in the penalties or if they were trying to be consistent in the penalties it would be a disaster uh, I believe Demi got away a bit easy now what the rule and penalties should be is up for discussion. Um, but these are all, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, and of course we saw, we saw a, a more severe penalty. Like now, now let's just bracket this, right? You have a 20 second penalty for Demi Vollering. You have a, a one minute penalty for Mia Otestad. And now uh, we saw a rider kicked out of the race. Yeah. Lotta Hetlana got disqualified. Disqualified for holding on to the car. And um, her
2: sports director.
0: And, which, which, you know, you can mm-hmm. now, it looks different holding to a water bottle than holding to a car. Mm-hmm but it's really not that different. Um, the, the
2: well, it also depends on how long was she holding onto the car? I mean, did somebody watch her going up a climb, just holding onto the car the whole way right. or like, what was the circumstances? I mean, I would be interested.
0: And, and it's hard, look, sitting at home and watching, uh, it's hard to, to see everything of course. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, uh, at the end of the day, the rules do have to be, they should kind of all be the same, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, I would think right for these things.
1: Yeah. I, I rewatched it and, um, I'm going to stick with my opinion that I think is very harsh mm. um, personally. Uh, Danny getting kicked out, the DS of SD Works, getting kicked out of the tour, I'm pretty sure that was not because of, they do state one of it is riding danger, driving dangerously. I watched it and to me that looked like a very
2: normal a caravan, you end up in the dirt a lot. Mm-hmm. That's why your, your
1: riders faces are all dirty, because you But know. one of
2: the things they mentioned uh, was that he was driving dangerously and went off into the side of the road and almost took someone else out as he was trying to pass the, mm-hmm. the caravan. And I just, you know, if it's because of his driving was unsafe, that should be a penalty to him, not to the athlete, in my opinion. You know, I mean, it's not her fault that he's doing something dangerous if they're giving her the penalty because she came up to the back of the field on the car, which it doesn't sound like that was what they were penalizing her for, mm-hmm. then then I think it's a different situation. Like it, you know, if it's his fault that he's driving unsafely, then penalize the the driver, not the athlete. If it's because she was sitting on the car and getting an unfair advantage, then okay, maybe you penalize the athlete and then it comes back into what's the what's the penalty. But I mean, I've seen other unsafe things going on in the race too. that Canyon car in the, in the, in the sprint sprint This made you very upset, Mari. Oh, it did make me upset because (laughs) it's completely uncalled for. And it's a bad, it was a bad decision of the, you know, the director to let the car, not the director, Uh, the commissar to let the direct, let the car pass because you have to ask permission when you're in a caravan. If you want to get up to the break, you need to get to the front of the caravan, you ask for permission to pass, and they give it to you or they tell you to wait. And so, if they tell you to wait, you have to sit up there near the front until they decide that it's safe to make the pass. Well, if you're coming up to a sprint, especially, right. you know, a QOM sprint in the tour on small roads, you shouldn't be allowing a team car to get in that gap and try and pass the field. It's completely the wrong time and so I think that the safety thing is it has to go both ways, you know. My, fa- my favorite quote from Mari when this happened: Mari just goes, "If they find the directors, who finds the commissaries? <laughs> well, because that was a very unsafe. They made an unsafe decision to let yeah. that car go up
0: there. Yeah. But, and just so we're clear, that, that we're talking about the same body of people. I right? mean, mm-hmm. we're saying commissars. That's that was. Those are referees. They're judges. They are. They are the people. And so the same. Uh, uh, body of of folks are are the ones who gave a 20-second penalty, a one-minute penalty, and a a disqualification. Mm. It's the same group. It may not be the same commissar, because we can look in the race book. There's a group of, you know, probably four to seven of them as a body, and they're representing the UCI, the governing body. Uh, But one of them said, go ahead, go ahead, bring the car on through, Mm sure. Sure. And just completely forgetting that there was a sprint coming And it wasn't the
2: only time that that's happened. And I mean, these things happen, but it happened in yesterday's stage. There's a motorcycle. They were trying to pass at a really bad time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just when they're like getting on the athletes and the teams for safety so much and they're not considering like how they're like moving this race down the road. Mm -hmm. I think I think that needs to be looked at, too.
0: I just had a thought. All right. y'all, know, y'all know how oh, much no. I love soccer. Right? I, I think soccer is one of these one of these just whiny sports. I don't. I don't ever need to watch soccer. All right, I don't. <laughs> we know it's you just, love it. <laughs> I, it just, I think it's yeah. Uh, but anyways, women's uh, soccer. You like? You said I, that. I watched it. And by the way, um, uh, uh, all time numbers for the uh, viewership numbers yeah. for USA versus Netherlands. I, yeah. I did watch mm-hmm. that. Thank uh, you. But I, overall, especially the men's game. You know, all they do is whine. But uh, that's not what I'm here to talk about, right? But uh, but this could be an idea, right? Because there's one thing as a director and as a writer to have a commissar come up and be like, "Hey, stop doing that, stop doing that," right? Yeah. The one thing we could adopt from uh, from the game of soccer is there's something about visually being cued, like, "All right, this," and th- I'm just riffing. Mm. This is a yellow card. The next time I come back, this card is red, yeah. and you're gone, and you're gone. You know, instead of, because I can imagine the director like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, we'll stop, we'll stop. You know, his fingers crossed behind his back and then they keep rolling. But visually scenes, I'm like, all right, if I come back again, it ain't yellow anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind like of it.
1: I think it's a good idea, the, ladies. It's my day. I know you this are. Day. You are winning. You are winning the day.
0: So I, I do I think like y'all so much more than George and JB. <laughs> <laughs> this is like sorry. I know George is long gone. He's not tuning in. Uh, he better be. Uh, JB's right over there. And he's like whatever, Lance.
1: <laughs> but I do think the the nail in the coffin though for Danny Stam was was his choice words because we right. we did discuss yesterday. Of course he's going to protest the 20 seconds fine like fine him the 200 swiss francs what it was mm-hmm. he goes and protests let's call it a translation problem but words were exchanged and the uci said we don't like the way you talk mm-hmm. to us you're out and we're gonna add 300 swiss francs to that. so
0: I, I tell you what it is a blessing <laughs> here is a lot of times and if you want to play conspiracy theorist you can but, of course, the, the, the body of, of commissars, they're, they're very international. So they, they could be one from Colombia, one from America, mm-hmm. one from France. They could be from all over. Of course, we've got, we're talking about two Dutch ladies that are, that are duking this thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, just imagine, right, if Annemiek van Bluten was, was from uh, Spain, for example, and the head commissar is from Spain. So mm-hmm. th- that you always go, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> that, that, that has happened in mm-hmm. the past where you think it's almost an inside job, in this situation, uh, doesn't you know? I, again, not to put too, too many conspiracy theories. Now we're going to be
2: going back and looking at. Yeah, who that are? Well. Where are these people from?
0: <laughs> Wait, they're the head commissar's from Holland. See, I told you. See, this is like some never mind. All right, well, look, uh, big day tomorrow.
1: Yep, I think it's going to be great. I did get uh, some questions online um, that I wanted to address. Okay. I, do we you don't have any more, right? Um, no. Okay well uh I was gonna send it over but um question on the kits that the riders wear every day so they asked do the riders get new kits every day they noticed capekki uh, had black shorts on yesterday was it because her all yellow was too stinky and so um, Mari and I knew you know well but most of these teams have or all of them have team buses and on those buses right. are our washer machine and dryer so when you get down at the stage you usually have a drawstring bag with your name on it you shove your Kit in it and it gets right. washed and dried for you and delivered to your door within hours. Um, the Swaniers right. and the behind the scenes, and, and you guys can talk about that, but behind the scenes is huge with the mechanics, Swaniers, oh making God. sure you're fed, your laundry's done. And so I used to only travel with a few kits, like maybe three, because you end up wearing the same one because it just is cleaned yeah. every day unless you crash in it. And, um, and what Kapeki did, the full send yellow, was back today. Yesterday it was the black shorts. And the difference of that is it's a speed suit because it was just faster stages. Oh. So I, I think she was just doing something a little for the heat. So mm-hmm. I'm imagining tomorrow we'll see black shorts mm-hmm. because what looked like it was more of a one-piece skin suit mm-hmm. outfit in the full yellow. But um, anyway, behind the scenes, there's a lot of work lot being of done folks. by swineers giving massages, which we talked about yesterday, the transfers. And literally, you just get off the team bus and hand your dirty chamois Stuff. to somebody. Yeah. I know. And it just gets mm. delivered to your door. They're very nice. So anyway, question on laundry, but. Let's not leave the show. There, there, and it has to be another <laughs> question. We, we're not going to
0: leave today laundry, dirty
1: chamois. <laughs> chamois. time, man. I could have a chamois on right now. I have a belt buckle on, it, but it's okay. <laughs>
0: We know you want to. We know it. it's, hel- it's, it's not just chamois time for you, Allies. It's helmet time, apparently. When you, go to, when you go to the brew pub and don't take your helmet off, helmet time is saddle time. I
1: had lunch with Mara yesterday, and nice. she took her helmet off, and so I was pressured to do the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I regret it and a you little bit. Fine. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good job. All right. What else?
1: Um, no, we're excited for a big showdown. Um, oh, I thought
0: you were going to rip another
1: question. No, I don't have another. Like, no, I, I got a lot, but that. Yeah. If you guys had anything on just support and how that works, but like, those are a lot of questions on just how the logistics of yeah. this race happened. And
0: I mean, it's probably what is it? It's probably two x staff to riders. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. depends when teams start to lose riders, and it's the, the it's even more. But yeah, there's a lot behind the scenes that is not seen and and probably not appreciated as much as it should be, for sure.
1: Yeah, like was it more? Morich, how do you say, the dropper post guy in the tour?
0: Morich, yeah. yeah.
1: His like, post-race interview I thought was one of my favorite, but he was just like, the team, you don't know how hard the staff work. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, this really sport is so brutal, and I just feel like I'm cheating people by winning because everybody deserves to win. And I think that goes to staff, directors, mm-hmm. and Mari can find the commissaries. Yeah. I'm going to put her in like, vote Mari for president. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah
1: mm-hmm. and if you guys have any questions, you can email Lance.
0: <laughs> the, the, move. the move at we do team. We changed the spelling of Lance. It's, <laughs> it's now th- spelled T H E M O V E. The move at we do team. Send us any uh, questions or comments, and I'm excited. I mean, this is one. shaping up. I mean, we got here, how we got here, mm-hmm. but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be epic.
1: A later start and a good a good battle royale. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can't yeah. wait. You can have an extra margarita tonight at the team dinner <laughs> since you get to sleep in.
1: Just put me on that group text where the team dinner is. No, <laughs> oh,
0: stop. All team right.
1: captain will be there.
0: <laughs> we'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Oh, no, this is the Oh, God.